Hello, welcome to Priest Alive 42. I'm Matt Stoltz, and with me is Nicholas Sousa and Joseph Prusa, as Hello. always. Uh, super happy to see you guys as we end out June. Uh, we've got a really great show, I think. I'm going to say that all the time, but I, we, we've we've got a lot of news. We've got a great guest. You know, it's 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 going to be good. So uh, let's kick things off right away with uh, our uh, printables show us our printables picks of the week. So uh, yeah, uh, what what do you got, Mickey? I'm so torn between two models. I still don't know what to showcase, but I guess <laughs> I guess I will go with the practical one. Or Joe, do you want to start? Okay, he, he has it. <laughs> He's almost ready. Okay, I'm, my my practical thingy is this uh, radius radius gauge because uh, yeah, digital. Almost, almost picked that one also. Did you? Yeah, like uh, you know, you have digital calipers and you want to model something and you can measure everything except for the rounded edges and, you know, things with, with that are rounded because you just sort of guess where the center of the radius is. But with yeah. this, you can just, you know, put this on it and you have both the, like, inside... Inner and outer. Inner and outer, so uh, yeah. it is it is super useful. It is by Mibla, it's on printables, uh, it was featured uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Great model. Yeah, I've I've laser cut one before, but I really love that this one like comes with the, um, you know the the, the top, top and bottom plate to keep everything together. Yeah. So you know it's it's kind of it's kind of like if you've ever used a feeler gauge, they come in the little things. You you slide out the feeler gauges, and it's super useful. It's great. It keeps it nice and organized. I All see right, what Joe. Joe. I see what Joe has. It's so cute. Uh, I, I don't have one, but I have three. <laughs> there is one. Uh, there is two, and then there is three alpacas from Vexter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, I had to, but they they are so great, so detailed. One has like a sweater and so jazzy. Yeah. The, the Wexter crew all came came to Prague to visit, and now now there's alpacas. <laughs> yeah, Mikolas, do you have? I guess we should have prepared that. But you know, Wexter feeding alpacas picture. Maybe we can find uh, it somewhere. I can, yeah, I can, I can take a look if I have something. <laughs> yeah, great models. Okay, thanks Wexter for for uploading like the print tables. Yes, and thanks absolutely. for coming. Thanks for coming here. It was fun. Okay, yes. Matt, what, what do you have? All right, so I have uh, not very practical, but definitely fun for some, some summertime shenanigans. I have the Pocket Catapult uh, by Tomo Designs. Uh, so this is a little 3D printed, uh, it has a 3D printed spring, and you just pull it back, and you can put oh. something in there, and it sends it flying. Uh, let's see, I've got a little piece of paper here I can, I can ball up. Let's see if the, the camera captures this. Uh, put it in. Oh, it's gone there. Yeah. Here, here's a, a laser cut star. That'll fire. Uh, pull it back and yeah, too fast <laughs> on the camera. It's fun. I was actually relatively, relatively surprised at how straight and fast the projectiles go out of it. So, um, yeah, tons of fun for your kids or, you know, your, your 40 some year old kids. So yeah. Uh, Tombo Designs, Pocket Catapult, uh, super fast print too, uh, just over an hour. Uh, full awesome. Nice. You know, one one little plate, the plate of it prints on a mini. So, I did find some pictures of Vexter just, you know, giggling. As, as we, as we, <laughs> yes. 
flame of the alpacas. <laughs> it was so fun. Oh, what was that muscular Noob's, guy? Noob showing off the yeah, Noob showing off the guns there. <laughs> yeah. They're just so fun. Yeah, and we uh, just after that we sheared them, so they are yeah. not so hot. They're so much smaller now. They're like <laughs> so thin. Yeah, they're yes. like little deer. Okay. Strange, strange, strange creatures. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so we've got some news. Um, uh, obviously, uh, you know, contests are now kind of always running crazy contests. There's a few yeah. days left to get in the, the fidget toys contest. Um, you guys are, are really pumping out some fun things in, in that one. Um, there, there's uh, so much going on all the time. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Uh, ke keeping, keeping my head straight as to which one is the current, are the current ones, um, sometimes gets a little, a little <laughs> tricky. Um, so, uh, th that being said, uh, when I first launched the flash contest, I put together like a list of like six months worth of topics. Um, and. I'm almost out of out of topics there, so um, I'm constantly coming up with new ideas. But I get the best ideas when I talk to you guys. So please tell me ideas for uh, for flash contests. I would love to hear what you guys think. There. Oh my god! Uh, live chat or comments under the video yeah, later. Yeah, Twitter, live chat, comments. You guys know how to get in touch with me. Um, oh uh, I, I, I just checked the fidget, uh, fidget toys uh, entries, and I will be printing a lot of these. <laughs> right, right. There's yeah. so many fun ones. There's yeah, so many yeah. fun ones. I, I'm not going to discuss any of my standouts right now, but yeah, you guys, you guys are definitely coming up with some great ideas. Um, uh, yeah, next theme launches Friday. Uh, cameras and photography contest. Uh, still has lots of time left 30 yeah 32 days um so a little over a month so yeah that one's really really kicking butt too so you know thank you guys for getting all of that in there um we we love to see what you guys are coming up with so yeah uh what did we do this weekend guys we had a ton of fun it was great yeah, we went to a little town that some of you know of uh, called Goshen, Indiana, for uh, yeah. an event that I hope all of you guys know of uh, called Murph. Uh, so we spent the, the weekend uh, with so many members of the community, getting to see people that we haven't seen in far, far too long. Um, it just it felt great. Uh, thus far, all of our team is, is healthy and safe <laughs> coming back. But it was it was just an absolute blast. You guys had so many fantastic projects there. Um, and Murph is always just such a great event. Yeah, it was a quick trip for us. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we flown yeah. there. Yeah, you, 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 and Mickey, on... you and Mickey were barely there. Yeah, I mean, we did <laughs> one full day. I mean, ten, right. uh, I mean, ten hours at the show and thirty hours of traveling but for you guys. <laughs> worth it. It was fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Murph is Murph is always worth it. Really loved it. Did, did you guys have any standouts? I mean, I, Mickey, I know that those uh, those 3D printed uh, uh, Guitar Hero guitars oh my God, were... It was so fun. <laughs> it was so, I came back like four times and I just like, I kept ra ramping up the you know difficulty on that. And yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought it was very fun seeing a lot of a lot of the things that we, a lot of guests that we've had on Bruce Alive, right? And seeing the the things that they're they're working yeah. on, and seeing some of those those projects in person, you know, like Paul's print shift and and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 
I mean, I'm seeing just so so many so many things on this video because you know I was uh, I, I didn't get all that much time to to yeah. go around and explore all, everything because yeah. I was always always talking with someone. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. signed all the Mac trees there. Oh yeah, you signed a and, lot of them. And, and and then some other printers too. And and some more. Uh, on yeah. yeah. Yeah, I still miss uh, I still miss sixty. <laughs> Yeah, so for example, uh Chris had this like black light on the on the Mark III. Uh that was fun. It doesn't come great on the across on the video, but I tried to take some pictures that oh. really like it was the Prusa orange yeah. and the two colors he was printing with, it was shining so so hard. Not to mention like this whole insanity of the like <laughs> rubber balls underneath with a desk on it. With, yeah. I I don't they, even they, know. I actually I actually talked to them. They were orange uh, orange glass marbles underneath. Okay. Um, because they they almost looked like they were pieces of candy, and with the black light, <laughs> like it, it they looked kind of chocolate brown. Like it was so confusing as to to what all was there. The, the original Prusa look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, this is from uh, oh. 3D Printing World. Oh, the the fully printed printer. <laughs> right. Even the bearings are printed. Like this is some impressive oh, stuff. Did he go this way, all this way? Yeah, it's, nice. It's it's crazy. Uh, I guess I guess that's it. That's yeah. what I have. So, yeah, I, I I had a blast. I have. I think everyone there had had a blast. Yeah, it was it was definitely a good time. Uh, really loved it. Oh, Josh designs uh, is in the chat. Uh, Mate, thank you for for letting me play your guitars. I <laughs> I think we will be printing some here here in the Prague office. Yeah, it it seems to me like you need a dedicated guitar hero station that like there's a projector shining on a wall like a, a yeah. wall in a hallway where there's like a, a cheapo projector shining guitar yeah. hero on it and guitars I, mounted to the wall where you can just walk down the hallway and play guitar hero anytime you want. Like I I used to play so much guitar hero. <laughs> Did you yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. And actually, one of my one of my first projects was was, was converting uh, the cheap plastic guitar it came with into a Bluetooth MIDI controller. Uh -huh. That was one of my first Arduino projects. Okay. Neat. Yeah, pretty nifty. All right. Uh, speaking of the community that we got to hang out with so much at Murph, uh, we have a new community feature as part of, of printables. So the, the community feed is live. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, so now you have the opportunity to uh, follow your friends and your favorite designers mm -hmm. and, you know, get an idea of what they're working on and, you know, in a real way. So as as they pro post makes, they'll show up in your feed as new, new designs from designers get posted, you know, designers that you follow. Uh, they'll show up so it's an easy way to kind of you know keep track without having to go to their page over and over again and see yeah. you know see if they have any new designs um, yeah and you know just pure inspiration and creativity right nothing too serious we have a whole new blog post about all the changes on printables so there's a community feed there's even uh, a video uh, so you can check it out. Uh, but we also talk about all the other things, like the improvements of search. Uh, then you have the you know optional logins with accounts from Google, Facebook, or Apple ID. You don't have to remember another password. You just have login with Google, and that's that. If that's what you want to do, you can connect them later, disconnect them later. I feel like this is. I wish every service I'm using ha had it done like this way. Sometimes yes. it's mm -hmm. such a pain. 
to like right. yeah when, when you when you create uh, when you create new account with, with this and then yeah. you decide you don't want to log with the social like, account you can't you get, yeah you can't yes yeah, you're stuck so so right. or if you use if you use apple uh and use the like uh hidden email it's just some some random yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. random stuff and you have to use that forever whatever. yeah <laughs> and you can't even get that email right so I think it should be forwarded for okay. to yours, but fair enough. Yeah, some smaller improvements, you know, even some improvements behind the scenes that you normally don't get to see. Like we now have a magic button that when you press it, the text goes to translators, and when they translate it, magically just appears on the side translated. So it's it's like very nice for us, like quality of life thing. Yeah, I mean, all these custom systems we've done over over the years. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, you know, Printables has their, you know, its own YouTube channel and also uh, its own accounts on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit. Like so, uh, if you use those, it would really make my day. If you if you followed it, because those accounts are are new and they don't have that many subscribers and that many followers. And we we do really try hard to keep you on on these channels up to date on what's happening with Printables. So if you're at all interested in that, consider subscribing to the YouTube or follow it on Twitter or yeah. join, join the subreddit. Mm. It's at Printables.com on both uh, on yeah. both Twitter and uh, um, uh, Instagram. It is. So easy to find. Yes. So yeah, let us know what you what you think about it. We've been like working on that for a long time. Uh, we also had it planned basically since day one of of Prusa printers, but you know, obviously, that's not what you, what you can start with. You need to make right. makes collection, liking things, all the things right. that actually will display in the community that feed, feed into the into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, had to, we had to get get all the all the pieces to make make community feed make sense, and you know, it and it, I think it makes all the more sense now because there are so many of you out there too that you know it, this is this is an easy way. To make sure that you know new updates from your favorite designers don't get kind of lost in the the you know the the flood that is is coming in now, which is you know fantastic. So, and we do implement you know half of the things in this update are your suggestions, like improve right. the search, do this and that. So yeah. we we do read everything in the chat. Sometimes you know I just go back and read read it back because it kind of scrolls fast. But we do read it. We shift our priorities based on what you guys ask us to do. So please let us know if you have anything you'd like to tell us about printables or anything else, really. Yeah. We are uh, very happy how it's going. Yeah, it's going. Yeah. That's a good feedback when people just use it and so many more new like new models, users, right. activity, just everything is just going up and up and on up and up. It's, it's yeah, nice. The, the number of people that came up to me at Murph and said, you know, printables is just fantastic. Like, it's so nice to have something that actually works and isn't, you know, a mess. Like, what you guys are doing just really, really works. It's just, you know, it it makes you feel good. So. Yeah, and we had at Murph, we had the the QR code thingy, right? So yes, when we yeah, now attend big like bigger events or just events that we really like, okay, you can scan it, scan mm -hmm. the QR code on the printables roller banner, and you will get a badge yeah. event visitor, which I is got, fun. I got one. I got one as well. So did I. Nice. <laughs> so. so in in the chat was uh, someone who was uh, at Murph and scanned it. Q 
can you like, yeah, raise your hand? Yeah, yeah. All right, raise your hand if you scan the QR code. I know that some people scan it at Merv. <laughs> CNC Kitchen forgot to scan the QR code. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A tough life, well, I guess. Stefan, I told you to scan it, <laughs> and you did not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, some people got it, but there will be plenty of events. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this that's is... a progressive badge too, right? Like every event yeah, that yes. you go to, you should yeah. scan because you'll you'll get higher and higher ranks, just like yeah. many of the other badges. So. I mean, I mean, if we would do like event-specific badges, it would be too evil if someone just, oh, yeah. I don't know, couldn't couldn't come. Due to being sick or something, you know? printables I, needs a, needs a trending tab. There, that's basically there. You know, just sorted by most uh, liked in the past seven days or something. Yeah, or most, most liked, most downloads, most makes. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's lots of options there. Yeah, already there. I guess. Um, I, I guess I'm sidetracking a tiny bit, but it's such a great thing that I feel like people don't really know about. Like, if you do most downloads in the last seven days, that's right. I guess what you know about. But then you can do a filter on the left, like publish time past month. So now it's you know only the models published in the last month, and then counting the downloads in the last seven days and sorting by that. So you're getting right. only like fresh models, but the ones that are popular. I feel mm. like that's really really nice. Yeah, uh, we will be we will be changing the default sorting too. Right. Yeah, and the UI of this is already different on the test server because mm. you guys told us that it's not clear. You keep telling us that like where this is, so we are changing exactly. it. So that's yep. better. Uh, add Fantastic. dark mode, please. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, but do you think we're going to give it to you for free? No way. No way. <laughs> You're going to have to work for that a little bit. <laughs> it, should, it should be like... Uh, you you only get it if you're logging into printables at night in your current time zone, like, <laughs> or, you know regular times like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, filtering by license would be great. You can filter by license. It's there in the left panel. You can like search only models in the public domain. You can do that. <laughs> How was it to yeah, sign thousand flames? <laughs> I it think hurts. making that filtering area a little bit more visible would, would be useful because it's easy for, for people the, to miss because you ha you do have to like scroll yeah. down on the side there. Yeah. The thing we don't have right now is filtering of search results, but it's yeah. it's in the queue as right. many other features. We will we will do that eventually. Right. Fantastic. Uh, we have another blog post that, that came out uh, this this past week and it's yes. our sustainability post. Yes, it is. Um, mm -hmm. So you know we're we're very aware that we are you know a company that uses a lot of plastics and encourages the use of a lot of plastics, um, and you know those those can definitely have an environmental impact. So you know uh, Joe and and the the owners definitely you know looked at how can they how can they start to to mitigate some of those in in ways that make I mean, sense. And I mean I mean uh, I, I would say. We uh, we use plastics for printing, but also by printing stuff at home, you save so much. Yep. Uh, because you don't have any uh, any packaging which serves the purpose just so you can bring it safely home and then you throw it away, or yep. it doesn't have to travel all around the planet. So I I I, I don't think uh, this is such a big problem, and especially because right. uh, you can repair things thanks to printing, and <clears throat> and you can print stuff which is exactly for you. So. 
uh, there's uh, th there's nothing like you get something it doesn't fit, then then you return it and it just goes uh, goes to the trash. So, in this uh, in this regard, I think uh, 3D printing is very sustainable. But uh, we as a company uh, during the production of the printers and with the new products, we can we can uh, make everything more sustainable. Right. And as part of that, we, as Mickey was kind of showing you there, we, if you go to the blog post at the bottom of the blog post, there's a survey that we would love to have you guys fill out um, to try to get more ideas of how you guys are all, you know, feeling and thinking about sustainability um, and, you know, how we can use that to impact what the, the company is, is doing. So, yeah, right right there, right before you get to all the, the social buttons, uh, uh, short questionnaire, your feedback. So please, you know, yeah. take a few seconds, uh, fill out the questionnaire. I, I always have out. a little warning in my head whenever a company talks about like sustainability, it's <laughs> like another greenwashing, you know. Yeah. Oh, we're doing this, we're so, we're so green. <laughs> like we're really trying to not do that. You know, the questionnaire is, you know, it asks some tough questions, you know, like not, you know, is this important for you? But like, you know, sort it, like what is more important for right. you? And those questions are kind of, you know, hard, maybe a little bit to, to, you know, put it really on paper, like what is important for you. So, 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 uh, so Vladimir Vyshek, who is the head of sustainability and wrote the article, uh, he uh, actually started an uh, initiative which is called Stop Greenwashing. Because there is, uh, there is a lot of, uh, a lot of mm -hmm. bullshit in like carbon offsetting which just simply doesn't work or is not done properly so so really something which we which you could call greenwashing will not fly with vladimir yeah so that is very good and he has a long experience including uh, at ikea headquarters so i think uh, he is uh, more uh, more than good yeah if you're at all interested in that, check the article out. And if you want to share your opinion with us, please fill the questionnaire. Yeah. It will give us a lot we, of useful data. I'm also working with the sustainability team to, to launch some of our flash contests to actually That's focus right. specific, specifically on those those topics of, you know, reducing waste, uh, you know, upcycling things. Um, so actually, uh, this Friday's contest, this coming Friday's contest is uh, is in partnership with the sustainability team. So cool. Little little fun, fun one there. Little, little sneak peek. All right. Um, and then <laughs> last but not least, uh, snuck it in right right under the wire uh, as we were putting putting together the plan uh, for for the oh show. God. I can't believe yeah. it's it's been 20 minutes and we still haven't oh. talked about Prussia Slicer. Oh. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. haven't hit Prussia Slicer yet. So, yeah. So, uh, today we released the alpha version of Prussia Slicer 2.5. Uh, you know, so lots of amazing updates that Mickey will, will try to speed you through here in a second. But uh, I just want to remind you guys, it's an alpha, so it's not going to be perfect. But the more feedback we get from you guys, the faster we can make it perfect. Um, yes. So download it, give it a try, and let us know how you guys feel about it. Mickey, what, what are they going to get? I guess I'm going to go what quickly through. What do they through. win? What do they win? We might have some <laughs> extra time on in the end of the show to yeah. get some more stuff. Yeah. I think so. But there is uh, another great uh, changelog with the 2.5 alpha that kind of 
shows you all the things, but I guess you can just, you know, go check that out. I have Prussia Slicer open right now. And okay, first thing you notice, I have I am in the speed view, so I see different color is different speed. And there is something strange happening. Uh, you know, the infill doesn't start at the full speed, and the the pyramid, the inside perimeter, and also the outside perimeter is not being printed at a constant speed. What we edit into the print setting speed is a. Uh, it's called pressure equalizer. Think about it as like smooth transitions of speed. Yeah. So I, I mean, I mean, if you if you use uh, if you use uh, linear advance. Or... Yeah, linear advance. Uh, then you you take the filament out and get it back. But I mean, if if uh, your plastic is like really being pushed a lot during very fast infill, uh, you you uh, take back and return the same amount. So you still have a bulge on, on the outside. So this way uh, you can go, uh, the difference between the slow and fast parts can be much higher. Yeah, so the lower this number is, that's, that's acceleration. It took me actually a bit to figure this out. That's acceleration. So the lower the number is, the smoother will the transitions be. You can see now that you know the acceleration is higher, so the change in speed is yeah. faster. Yeah, but I, I I don't think it has to be all that long because no, I mean, no. the printers are printing quite well without any of this. Yeah. So so just experiment uh, what works for you and what works for we, we are still plastic. We are still also experimenting with the values, but yeah, in a nutshell, this can work together with linear advance. It just smooths. You know. When you're printing something really quick and the next part is slow, it won't be a sudden change, but it will like slowly like ease out between those two speeds. And you know, printers like to make make things smoothly, no sudden extreme changes. So that's one thing. Another thing is, uh, if I go back into something more traditional, uh, look at this parameter right here. It gets suddenly wider and then thinner again. Uh, that's the Arachne uh, slicing engine. First of all, huge shout out to Cura for implementing that first. Both slicers are open source. We are now like taking the good things from each other, so both slicers get better at a faster rate. Go open source, this is amazing. Uh, and yeah, so you can actually turn that off and go back to the classic generator, and then you will see the good old gap fill. So the now here the extrusion line is the same with the whole time and then you have some gaps and they need to be filled and you know that sometimes make makes really awkward things like these little mm. lines that are super thin so yeah the the new one that's default is just smarter and it can change it on the fly to make it thicker or thinner as needed so i think that's like basically changes how 3D printing kind of works fundamentally. That's like a huge change. I'm really looking forward to playing That's with awesome. this more. Yeah. And lastly, what I have open, boom, there's no infill. What, what's the what's going to happen on the top? And then suddenly there's a ton of infill for, for the lines to bridge over. So yeah, that's the lightning infill. We did have the adaptive cubic infill for a while, also the adaptive cubic uh, support infill. Mm -hmm. So this is just like a more extreme version of that, basically. Uh, yeah, no infill. It, the only thing it cares about is supporting top layers, uh, nothing else. So yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, saves great you printing to, time. Great and, way, yeah, great way to well, save printing time and, and reduce the amount of plastic that you're using. 
Yeah, and I, I, I love the the other stuff too. For example, the way that uh, the slicer now tries to hide yes. hide the the seams on the inside of the objects where, yeah. where you can't see them, like uh, if you see on this benchy. And even if you can see it, it's now trying to uh, make like a con more continuous line so it doesn't look as jarring when it's like right. scattered all around the place. And there is, as always, there's just so much more the Brucia Slicer team has, has put in. So if you're interested, uh, go check out the first alpha. It's called Alpha 2. The first alpha wasn't uh, public, so this is actually the first public release of the Slicer. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That, that was, that took five minutes. I, I think that's, yeah. that's pretty fast. But, you know, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not adequate to, to how big this update yeah. is. So we uh, can get back yes. to it uh, at the end. Yeah. And we, yeah. Will, we will cover it more in separate videos and articles and everything. Yeah. Right. The big, the big takeaway is go download it. Give us your feedback. Yes. Help us, help us make it better because, you know, we need, we need more people pounding on it to know what's wrong. So, um, yeah. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and br bring in our guest. Um, so with us today, we have Maurice from Dreaming Robots. Hey, Maurice. Hello, Maurice. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Howdy. There's a delay on YouTube. So yes, you <laughs> just turned that off. Yeah. <laughs> you you have that shocked face like, wait, they're talking about something else. How am I here? So <laughs> we, we get that every once in a while. It's a quick transition. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Maurice is from Dreaming Robots. Uh, Dreaming Robots makes uh, a, a product called the electric eel wheel. Um, the electric eel wheel is an electric spinning wheel um that is you know most traditional wheels are made out of wood and have have treadles this is a, a a plastic wheel uh that uh uses you know motors just like lots of other things um but the fun bit is is a lot of the accessories and the extras that you want uh maurice has has opened those designs up for you to download and print on your own on your own 3d printers um so maurice you know thank you for for joining us uh uh it I gave a little explanation there, but is there is there a better kind of explanation of what you would say these these electric spinning wheels are? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you did a great job. It's just, I think, like, I got into 3D printing quite a while ago, and I'm just, I'm sort of surprised more, I'm a small, you know, family-run business, and I'm just surprised there's a lot more, there aren't more companies like me that are making these 3D printed parts, because I, I find mm. that, it isn't a whole lot of people that end up using them, but it's these extreme enthusiasts that that do. They want to have, you know, the option to customize their spinning wheels or add new colored um, bobbins and things like that. And it's just like super um, helpful to spread the word because you get these this core group of people that are really into the uh, um, spinning wheel and they help sort of spread the word. It's sort of like free advertising. But um, yeah. even if there wasn't that, I would probably do it. I've been um, sort of in the maker community even longer than 3D printers have, have been uh, around in the consumer space. I, uh, so uh, yeah, I ju it's just it's something that I feel is right. And now that I have mm -hmm. my own business, I'm like just gonna do what, what I want to, not what necessarily mm -hmm. um, I'm told I should do. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think, I think bobbins are, are a great example there of, of you know, how, how well this this kind of works of you know my 
my wife has a traditional spinning wheel and you know the wooden bobbins and everything for it are, are relatively expensive um for her to get extra bobbins and you always kind of want more more bobbins especially like you know you get some some new you know wool that you want to to spin but you're not done with something else um wow. and you know having lots of bobbins gets re relatively expensive but just being able to print your own uh you know cheaply mm. is is fantastic absolutely i think also sort of talking to sustainability that you mentioned earlier in your uh, video here um I mean, the fact that, I mean, I have a lot of customers around the world and uh, my bobbins aren't that expensive. I injection mold everything now. I've, I've reached sort of that volume where all my parts are injection molded, but being able to, you know, print locally the parts that you need um, is definitely got to be an environmental win. I mean, I haven't like done the research to prove it, but I just can't imagine that shipping things versus 3D printing things around the world. And all and all the packaging material inside. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah, kind of, I, I love, don't get me wrong. I love the amazing uh, worldwide shipping uh, infrastructure yeah. the world has. I think it's very helpful. Right. But um, when you can have flexibility in my designs and um, I had a 3D printer at that time, so I could just iterate and modify my designs so much and and so easily prototype i would say um the most important you know there's two big ways i use 3d printing it's it's for prototyping uh and then making these models that my customers can you know print for free um themselves and both of those are are really important right uh so so you used to host uh your your files in, in other places but you've you've recently moved your your files over to, to printables um which which we greatly thank you for that yeah mm. yeah uh, uh go ahead yeah yeah i made that change not too long ago i actually um i have a monthly newsletter and i haven't even told my own community you guys found out <laughs> i did that so quick but um you made it so easy too i was like it was incredible like you had that import feature and i just imported all my files and i most of the time i don't even use those features i kind of like having all the control myself but i used that and i was like the fields aren't the same how is it going to do this but it imported oh, yeah. things amazingly well and then i just like i think the thing that's most useful to me is just how responsive your website is sort of compared to what I used to be using. And, and then it's got all these nice search features and things that it just are sort of cake on the top or, you know, icing on the cake. But uh, I was, I was really impressed with how, how much more I liked it. I thought the other one was just fine. And, um, but yeah, you guys have put together a really great site. Thank you. It's yeah. That's that's not nice to hear. Really. <laughs> well, we we appreciate you you coming over. Um, There's a lot of hacking, like you say, the fields. Like we are, we have like we are like mapping Thingiverse categories to our categories because you know we sorted them out differently. So we're doing like oh, this might go here, this might go here. It's not right. perfect, but gets the job done. It, it definitely was good enough for me. I was like, uh, this is better than I would do, and it was like instantaneous you know took whatever the oh yeah, yeah import instead of hours and hours of my time yeah importing my all my old models so um yeah i really appreciate what you guys do with both the slicer and, and printables because um not all 3d print companies do that and i used to before i had this business on my own i did software design um of low level drivers for for phones and stuff and i i know like the software is always sort of overlooked by a lot of companies, but you guys seem to really realize how important that is um, for the markets. 
it helps it helps me for sure like i'm you're thanking me for the compliment to you but really i'm thanking you guys because <laughs> you know I, I can't do that in my business but you guys sort of provide something that helps a lot of other small businesses so you know you've you've kind of hit hit a point that that you know we are are in with two, which is, you know, where's that, that benefit between, um, injection molding and, and 3d printing, you know, we, we took the, the, you know, the front of the, the mini and said, Hey, this is, this is just a giant slab of plastic that we're not going to be changing very often. And it takes, you know, it takes a long time in the overall print time of the mini, like, let's get this injection molded. Um, you know, where, where do you uh, kind of find <clears throat> those? Go ahead, Joe. Well, we actually inject the, inject mold them in house, and so we know yeah. what what goes into it. So we know it's recycled plastics. So you know it's not somewhere that they just tell it's recycled, but it's virgin. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, where do you find some of those those cutoffs, Maurice, between like where you go printed and where you go uh, injection molded? Um, I I have actually never sold 3D printed parts for, for my um, spinning wheels. What what I did was, I like I said, I did laser cut um, spinning wheels for the long for, for a while. Right. Um, and then once I had volume that was probably over a thousand, I said, okay, now injection molding uh, makes sense. And I just didn't want to deal with um, having multiple sources for for parts so i i just kind of waited until my volume was a thousand where i thought uh injection molded makes sense other than all of the prototypes and, and things that i uh make How, how's the how's the transition from a 3d printed prototype that works to an injection molded part that works um for my parts i would say that like um, the I, I outsource um, all of the plastic part making. I don't do it in house like you guys. Uh -huh. But um, so for me, it takes about a month to get my molds made, and then I usually assume that um, there's maybe two additional tuning steps where we get all of the fits just the way I want them, um, and each of those takes a few weeks. So um, it's it's generally not too bad um, going and and I. Oh, the other big thing is I designed my parts assuming that they're going to be injection molded. So right. I researched all of the requirements for injection molding, keeping like the walls uniform thickness is like a, a big thing for injection molding. And with 3D printing, that doesn't matter at all. So um, what I find is with my models, um, I get lots of um, supports because injection molding just seems to lead to more supports because you're designing your parts differently. And then um, when I make parts that are 3D printable, I'll often sort of change the design um, hmm. for like bobbins and things to make them print better. Yeah. yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and you actually get your molds quite quickly. Uh, we we don't uh, we we don't have the capacity to to make them uh, make them in house, mm -hmm. but it definitely is not that quick. <laughs> yeah, a actually, I guess I should say that that's what I'm supposed to get them in. Sometimes they do take longer depending right. on um, how busy the factory is and stuff. But I, I would say I get them about that fast half of the time, maybe. So. And do you just design the the fits? I guess a bit tighter, and then you take out a bit of the material materials so they fit better i guess yeah that's... that that's generally the preferred method um oddly 
I don't get charged more if they have to add. So the way they handle it, if um, you, they have to add material into the molds is they like apply a, a small amount of weld in the area and then they um, machine that away, um, which sounds way worse to me. So I try to avoid that, but there have been a few times where we've had to um, hmm. do that kind of a mistake and they never charged me extra for that, which is strange. I, nice. I imagine it just depends on the company you're working with. Yeah. Yeah. Very nifty. Um, I see some alpacas. I what I had, what I I had next. Oh, what, what do you think about alpaca fiber? Uh, alpaca fiber? Well, that's very. Uh, I know you guys like alpacas, but we have llamas. So uh, okay. there's the big llama versus alpaca wars. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, both, I think anytime you have sort of an animal like that and. Um, you know, it's pretty fun to be able to raise them and, and go from basically grass to fiber. That That's kind of amazing. And it really gets you in connection with, it, it gives you a feel for how things, you know, used to work. And that's kind of fun in our modern society. Uh, well, what I find interesting that uh, our three boys, each, uh, each of their wools uh, or fiber uh, feels differently. For example, uh, jo Joe's, uh, Joe's fiber is the most comfy. Of course it is. <laughs> and and, and Andre's is very scratchy. So, yeah. uh, so have it you has to be... At, so, sorry? Have you looked at it under a microscope? I, I bet uh, you that the one that feels better is going to be like a thinner oh, um, fiber. Well, we actually did not. That's we actually did difference. not yet. But they have the technology. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. All you need is a cheap microscope, and you can kind of look at it. Even even a caliper's work. I've, I've used or no. Oh really? Micrometer. Micrometer. Yeah, micrometer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've used well, that. We'll find well. a way. <laughs> we but can X-ray it just for the fun of it. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys yeah. have got all the toys. <laughs> right. Uh, so. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't catch you before your last Kickstarter ended. You you just finished a Kickstarter for the Mini Eel Wheel 2, I believe, or my, is it Mini or Micro? It's a Nano. But... Oh, Nano. Okay. So, <laughs> so many, Almost. Yes, yes yeah. there you go. Yes. Um, uh, but if our viewers want to, you know, find more out about your products, find more out about your wheels, uh, where would they where would they find you? Uh, yep, that site, dreamingrobots.com is, is sort of my main page. And from there, I have links to all my YouTube videos and, and things. Um, or there's a, under the link section, there's a link to all the 3D models and stuff. So um, yeah, you can find everything you need to from there. At the bottom of the page, there's my YouTube videos and stuff. So that's, that's the place to go if you're interested in learning more about my products. Fantastic. Well, we really appreciate you coming on and, and chatting with us about, you know, what it, what it's like using 3D printing in, in your manufacturing business and, and these fun little spinning wheels. Yeah. Thank, thanks a lot, guys. It was a, a blast talking to you guys. Yeah. We now need to make one of your uh, spinners to make some hats from our alpaca wool. Yeah. <laughs> it's bound to happen, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see Mickey sitting here on Prusa Live just slowly <laughs> some some yarn. Yeah, you definitely it, have the 3D printers for it. Yeah, it looks right. very relaxing yeah, I, just pulling on it. Yeah. And, and I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by by your product, so I, I'm just uh, I'm just researching your webpage right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it 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 is definitely fun, even with the treadle wheel, because the treadle wheel has that also that like 
you're moving your feet in a rhythmic pattern and it helps you kind of get into into a, a daze on it so it, it is definitely fun all right uh thank you very much maurice thanks guys bye 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 thank you <laughs> so so should we talk slicer a bit more uh yeah Let's... we we need we have the Let's oh, we, do a crystal we have... contest. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Let's let's do show us your prints and then we'll come we'll come back around to <laughs> to slicer. Yeah, I mean my my head is, uh, you know, uh, I used to uh, handle jet lag a bit better <laughs> five seven yeah. years ago. <laughs> I I also two, hope... two two three years ago when we were all used to it. <laughs> yeah. Not... yeah 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 maybe <laughs> maybe maybe when I did like thirty flights a year. Right, 30 trips. I also right. hope they're not gonna black out again the stream because there's like massive lightnings just yeah. smashing all around. Yes, us. Yeah. yes. Uh, if if we do disappear, guys, it's because Joe and Mickey lost power. So. Yeah, <laughs> this building does not have power panic, so that's that. Yeah. All right. So uh, every show we give you guys an opportunity to win some filament uh, via the Prusa Live. Uh, show us your prints contest. Uh, so what we ask is you guys take a picture of the things that you're you're printing every month. Uh, make sure that that the photo is on the bed of your printer and submit it to us uh, over Twitter via the hashtag PoundPruceAlive. Uh, we don't tell anyone else that this contest is going going on. It's just for you guys watching the show, and uh, all three of our our winners will take some filament home. Um, so if you win, shoot me a DM over Twitter and we'll work out getting you your filament. Um, who do we have in third place, Mickey? Number three, Zeppelmacht Sache. Oh. I guess like some German roots or something. And yeah, this is a print of a model by Eastman, and I love it. I mean, look at it. It's <laughs> oh, it's Batman who loves, but I'm I'm getting like strong like Dark Souls or you know like the kind of vibe. I, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure this came from some alternative, uh, alternative u universe Batman thing that that went on, but I, I, not so 100 positive on that. So um, so good. Yeah, a lot of details in this model. Such a great model, and you know that that mm. Mark III did such a fantastic fantastic job, you know, producing it. And again, you you have to give something for someone who's you know taking the time to set up the the photograph well with that yeah. that extra accent lighting and things. Yeah. So. You know, the, 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 Mystic, the Mystic Green, doesn't... Mystic Green picks up those accent lights. Well, just it's so just well. filament. Oh, is, is it? it? Okay, I missed that. Oh yeah, I see oh. that now. It looks like Mystic Green from here. <laughs> Top notch print. Congrats, winning. Yeah. That's our that's our number three. Uh, going to number two, and this is what uh, Matt was nerding about. I was nerding about the previous one. Yeah. It's by Raptoron, and it's the Sea Duck from Tailspin. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. So colorful. So, right. So Graftomi did this this model. There's been a bunch of prints going on of it. Um, I need to get the right colors. I need to get that right yellow so so I can do it. Um, I, I grew up on ta with Tailspin as a, a regular like after school cartoon and things like that, and just absolutely loved uh, the the whole world that they created there and absolutely wanted this plane when i grew up to you know just just 
it, it's a seaplane to just travel around the world. And now I can have a little mini one. And so hopefully very soon it will be right right up there over top of my head of one of these. And, uh, Raptoron did uh, you know an amazing job printing it as he he often does. He's he's a regular of you know both a designer with us and uh, here on Bruce Alive. So uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And shout out to Graphit for the for the model. Yeah, it's it's great. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. I love having that high quality of a model up on on Bruce printers. It's mm -hmm. just fantastic. You and you don't need an MMU for that, everyone. That is a, a put it all together. So. Okay, and we're going to our number one, and that's a <laughs> completely insane Prusa Slicer paint job. Yeah, there, mean, there was kind of there was kind of no question on on this one. I mean, it just the model is, is fantastic, so the paint clean. job is fantastic, the the color choices that he picked for everything are fantastic. It's just so good. It doesn't look three D printed, like yeah. Uh -uh. It's so good. That is very nice. So 3D print paint, I guess uh, painting now takes a different form for this model because that's painting in Prusa Slicer. Right. But yeah, it's just so good. Yeah, love it. I love it. <laughs> Congrats on winning. You, you have the first place. Yep. Uh, and, and we have a couple shout outs too. Like Mickey and I had, yeah, had, yeah. A, hard, had a hard time on this one. So um, it was it was hard from 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 me my my quick shout out I I love uh, Hayao Miyazaki and his his work oh yeah so uh, the oh. print in place Totoro uh, you know jewelry storage where his belly uh, twists and you can look in the inside really adorable <laughs> really fun it's model. so good <laughs> yeah and it's it's a print in place. Yeah, I bet I bet it is because how how would you get yeah. it inside? It would, it would pretty much have to be. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's amazing. And then uh, one more shout out. Here we go. Yeah, by Ogrin Ogrin Chainmail. <laughs> yeah, the, this one I loved because it was almost a double entry. Um, so. He has the print that's on on the bed, but mm -hmm. it's also a Prusame upgraded <laughs> mini that he he did it on, and I just I love that. Freaks me you know, out. The printer is so good. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Mickey, why uh, don't we so, have one here? Yeah, yeah, we need to make one. Mickey, I I, uh, I almost stole the mini from Murph so I could bring it home and do one of these. <laughs> and so, and then I realized that we had shipped the complete, and I didn't didn't have the room to pack it up. So, but. Yeah, so good. Definitely want one. Oh, that's okay. The chat is is discussing something. How many colors is this? You have one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my god! Is it like nine colors? I don't think so. Uh, there's a gray for just for the nails and the stitches and the screws the and, the, and the axe <laughs> and there. So you have brown, red, black, blue, green, white, beige, that's seven. <laughs> I don't think I said the silver, so that's eight. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, what do definitely you I mean? Some, definitely some swaps going in there, so. 
I guess what you can yeah what you can do is uh, schedule you know the MMU will do the changes in one layer and then you know if there's you know we can have five colors max in one layer but you can switch the colors yeah after right. that so yeah and right. I, I I think people will be happy about about some uh, upcoming uh, yes upgrades to uh, MMU the new MMU firmware is so much clear with what it does. Right. It's nice. Got, uh, more news next time. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Super stroop. excited about that one. Hidden Stroop Waffles. Uh, yes, there are many hidden Stroop Waffles. Uh, around the factory? Yes, everywhere. <laughs> in the Excel uh, dev den, in here in content, they're, they're everywhere. I'm still eating them every day, and <laughs> I do enjoy that. I do enjoy that very much. I mean, there's far worse things that, that the Wexter crew could have left around yes. the office than Stroop waffles. Like Indeed. if you just ma you know, magically find a Stroop waffle during your day, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot worse than or a lot better than yes. And you know how the Excel has the uh, you know pull up uh, draft shield? Uh, Pokon yeah. Pokon has hidden some Stroop waffles under the heat bed, but he pulled <laughs> up the draft shield so it's not visible. I wonder if they, you know, moved the bed all the way down, and they were like, why doesn't the Excel bed go all the way down? And they were like, oh, Stroop Waffles. Stroop Waffles. That makes <laughs> am I, it, a lot of sense. It's it's a, a new form of a bug. It's a Stroop Waffle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I. Oh, what we, time do we have? We, we have seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah, we, we have seven had minutes. A, we had a ton of questions yeah, uh, so I will I will start uh, start with a classic the the mini Wi-Fi so mini Wi-Fi is working but now we are stuck at ST USB stack which is buggy and either we have to well we are trying to uh, we are trying to uh, fix it or we are going to switch to another one and if it will take long uh, we will we will just uh, we will just uh, release it with this and uh, just, uh, just if you are uploading something, the the um, the communication with the USB drive, thanks to some timeouts in the in the USB stack, are Wait, is, is is iffy. It just sometimes turns off, right? Like in the USB stack. Yeah, yeah. There, there is so, a bug, in, and it's from ST, and they they are refusing to provide any support on it. But but at least if we uh, if we release it like this, you could you can control the printer. But yeah, that is that is the status. Then we had a lot of Excel questions. I was talking uh, to a lot of people at Murph about this. Uh, it is quite difficult. We are trying or waiting for uh, for the parts for 100 prototypes. We want for uh, for widespread internal testing here, but uh, you know parts are delayed, and we we will probably have to replace the power supply because the Delta can't supply that many. Oh, and all, 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 all this fun stuff. So, expect an update article in, I would say, next couple of weeks. That was such a clean solution, having the, the yes. two power supplies, and then if you buy yeah. more extruders, you just add the third one. Yeah, but yeah, uh, somehow they are not proving to be such a great partner as they I didn't, as they wanted to be. Because I didn't. I know guess that. So, someone is paying more. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, what do we have? Uh, I uh, the firmware will uh, with the mini Wi-Fi. The firmware will flash the ESP for you. Uh, oh, yeah, it's so cool. It has the ESP firmware in the firmware for the printer, like saved. So it just flashes yes. that. That's really cool. Uh, 
Bob wants to know where he can get the fried cheese recipe for the Czech fried cheese dish that oh. he ate while he was there. <laughs> um, which so, may, which makes me which makes me think we we should put together the uh, the Prusa cook the Prusa cookbook of you know traditional dish, dishes from from Czech I, Republic. I'm typing in Google what yeah. well, in the chat what you should so, Google. So it's uh, it's idam uh, which is coated in like uh, uh, flour. Egg and, and then breadcrumbs. Yeah, like and, and you do that twice, so the melted cheese doesn't go. And you deep, and, deep fry and, and you deep fry quickly at high time. And Adam is like uh, Dutch Adam, but yeah. like yeah. a Czech version. So you know, uh, not so sharp, quite young cheese, which is <laughs> pliable, and you know at least forty percent fat, so it's like oozy. And tar yeah. tartar, tartar sauce. And. I guess fries, but my favorite is just potatoes. Yeah, wonderful. Otherwise, otherwise it's too much fried things. Uh, what nozzle size does Prusa Farm run when printing the printer parts? Most of it is 0.4. There are some. Uh, sorry. Uh, the nozzle diameter diameter for the farm printers. Yeah, mo mostly it's uh, 0.4, but there's 0.5 for for the bigger for parts. For some big parts. Yeah, we are we are quite optimized by now. But we did like the. The mini front plate and the end plate, those were printed with that, but they are now injection molded because uh, they're not being changed anymore and they're really big parts that took a lot of time. So sometimes injection molding makes total sense and we are not, disput we are not disputing that at all. So enclosure, uh, yeah. Oh my goodness, massive lightning. Oh. Uh, enclosure, uh, yeah, I'm looking at one right now. The, the enclosure itself. Yeah, we are waiting for the steel parts. The the okay, I know the the like some of the add-ons are still being uh, finished. Like not the final 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 underscore final six design is is done. Yeah. So yeah. Everything everything takes so much longer now. Yeah. I hate this time. Uh, I hate this timeline. Yeah, this time. <laughs> In some ways, this timeline kind of sucks. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, everything will be better soon. Uh, 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 uh. More, more cheese questions. I guess we can leave some more cheese questions for the next time. Yeah, yeah. Colin, um, I, the check, the check cheese is better, but the culvert, culverts well, is still very good. Well, well Pr Prusa Connect, uh, Prusa Connect for many follows just quickly after after when the Wi-Fi is released. Uh, it will be it will be interesting because uh, part of the upgrade will be bootloader upgrade. Yeah. First on the mini. Uh, I'm looking at the early chat because I know I saw some good questions, but yeah, as uh, you know, as there was a storm since the since the beginning. Uh... Okay, let me look at current chat. Uh, yeah, Prusa Connect, you just got uh, got that cleared. Uh, thanks, right. thanks for each featuring right. my. Uh, hi, Tom. The pocket catapult is great. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it it is. Yeah, the the pocket catapult is fantastic. Thank you for making it. It there is very a, fun. I'm was thinking an, about making them for the the kids in my neighborhood. There was an interesting uh, suggestion that the Prusa Academy course for the printer could be open before we ship it, or before it arrives, so that people can like oh. look for it beforehand. Yeah, that's not uh, a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm up for that. I, I thought I thought that it's actually it actually gets sent, but after after you the payment is processed. I guess yeah, after the payment is processed, there's I guess no reason not to unlock it. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Uh, also, Joe, Joe Cash of Breaks and Makes was in there saying, suggesting that we need the uh, uh, the briefcase from Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy, yeah, yeah. So that we can we can go back and get parts, and uh, I I definitely <laughs> agree with that. Uh, uh, um, I I haven't uh, I haven't seen Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. You, I, third third, okay. se- third season's out now. You, you you should give it a shot. I need to. I need to. Uh, I guess uh, finish the study. What about the maker statistics on the homepage? I'm not. I mean, statistics for uh, printables on your models and stuff like that. That's something that's like 40 percent done. Backend is done. Frontend is not done at all. So working on it. And yeah, please uh, expand on that uh, on your idea in the chat or in Twitter or, or anywhere so we can look look at it. Sounds interesting. Right. Uh, will Prusha connect ship, ship it in its own special box? Well, right now uh, you can run it on pretty much anything. We have images for Raspberry Pi, but uh, we are getting some some other uh, some other uh, single board computer, so you can you can do it because there is no way in hell we can source uh, source these and sell them. So it would be yeah. just a huge giant backlog. Uh, in, in this uh, in this regard, it is just much better to to search locally uh, or buy, buy your own because I mean. If if we would try to buy fifty thousand Raspberry Pis, I think even would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that is our show. We we are done. So thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much to Maurice for joining us uh, from Dreaming Robots. Um, everyone, stay safe, keep printing, have fun. We will see you next month. Thanks for coming. Bye, see you guys. Bye, guys.